Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Ray and Tay Today. Talking sports with friends. Ella, just talk about sports. Here it is, y'all. We're on the air. Sit on the sofa, throw your hands in the air. We're talking sports so you can come on and listen. NFL predictions, what you're missing, nothing. We got you covered for college football, too. Every fantasy football. Friday, you could get. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. You're listening to Ray and Tay today, and I'm Ray Tall Racer. And I'm Tay, Eric Taylor. It is finally here. We've been waiting since August. Super Bowl 52 is upon us, and we are going to break it down, give you our picks, tell you who's going to win the MVP, some of those coaches of the year, stuff like that. And hopefully we get some of your calls, 718-664-9098. Tweet at us, Ray and Tate today. Got some poll questions, the whole nine. Ray, before we get to starting and breaking down the coaches and stuff like that, two big notes. Ozzie Newsom will step down after this season for the GM of the Baltimore Ravens. And the Redskins traded for Alex Smith. Quick two thoughts on those issues. What would you think? Well, with Ozzy, he's got himself two Super Bowls and did a great job as a GM, built a team that was in a little bit of shambles. Remember, this was the old Cleveland Browns back in the days, and uh, they got to Baltimore. Now, granted, they had that stellar defense, but part of it is drafting the talent. Great job. So kudos to him. As Eventually, for, you got to believe Ozzy gets in the Hall of Fame, wouldn't you say? Combined playing yeah. and his general managing? Uh, no doubt. No doubt. Yeah. I mean, as a player, he's borderline. Uh, but certainly with when you throw in the GM, that he's you know over the top. And Washington, look, they never really were sold on Kirk Cousins. They saved a couple of nickels by Cut. going with Alex Smith. And you know what? They'll be a good team. They'll be a decent team, but uh, Ray, they won't why give him Super four more years, though? That's my issue. Why give him four more years and you trade Kendall Fuller, starting corner, who will start for the Chiefs, and a third-round pick? That's a lot for Alex. Well, it, it is and it isn't. Remember that when you're playing year-to-year on a franchise tag, that's Tear the part yeah. of the franchise. It, it, it just people don't have any belief in your quarterback. People don't have any belief in the direction of the team. So I think locking down four years of, of your starting quarterback, maybe it's only three, I think is fine. The question is, is that guy Alex Smith? That's another story. But I don't think that getting stability at the quarterback position can ever be bad, especially with, look, Alex Smith, for whatever you can say about him, he's a starting quarterback. He's a legitimate top 15, top 20 quarterback. So he's okay. He's a decent player. And you know what? They wanted to save some money and get some stability. They never really believed in Cousins. So I can't be mad at the move. It's not a terrible move. They've made terrible moves. Dan Snyder and, you know, his organization made some terrible moves. This isn't one of them. This and is then the, the question is, obviously, Kirk Cousins, you know, you got to believe it's uh, Jets, Broncos, I'm hearing the Bills, sort of in that order, maybe the Cardinals. So it'll be fascinating to see where he goes. Um, I know we got a caller on who wants to, you know, give his Super Bowl score. 
So do you want to get to that first? Let's, you want to talk about the Yeah, coaches? let's punch in the caller. Caller, you're on the air with Ray and Tay today? Um, hello, this is uh, this is Elijah. I'm calling from uh, from, from Texas, uh, just outside of Houston. And um, yeah, so I'm. Well, 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 welcome welcome back. Welcome yeah, back. I'm, no call. Yeah, I know it's uh, it's been a while, but um, I think it's you know uh, what it is. You know what to, it is. Young Young Elijah is still reeling because his uh, Arizona Cardinals fell apart. I kept picking against him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's uh, it, 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 it's tough. It's tough, but well, I'm, we'll we'll get we'll we'll get back soon. I mean. We just we just need a quarterback. Well, doesn't everybody? But go ahead. What what you got? What's gonna happen on Sunday, man? What do you got? Anyway, um, you know, I'm gonna be honest. I really want the Patriots. I mean, not not the Patriots. The Eagles to win. I really want the Eagles to win, and I think that they're gonna put up a really good fight. And I think it's gonna it, it's gonna come down to the wire again. With but with that being said. <laughs> and it pains me to do this. It pains me to say this. It really does. But I've I've seen it too many times, and I think the Patriots are gonna are gonna come away with it. Tom Brady's gonna get his six, all that, yada yada. But and I think the final score is going to be thirty-one twenty-seven. Uh, Patriots Ooh. like come come on the, on the last drive. You know, Tom okay. does his thing, and. I think it's going to be a uh, Tom to, Tom Brady's Brandon Cooks touchdown in the final in the final moments. Wow! To, uh, steals so you victory. got a close, high-scoring game. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Does yeah. Brady get MVP? Yeah. Does Brady get MVP? Well, I mean, I think you got to. I mean, unless somebody else has like a spectacular performance. I mean, I mean, you, you know that like it. If it fits the narrative, you know, Tom Brady's got to get in. I mean, but I think I think they, I think both quarterbacks played really good, really good this time. I think Nick Foles really proves to people that um, he uh, he is a good he is a good quarterback. I mean, he like back in 2013. I mean, he was the, the starting quarterback, and and but he but he fell off a little bit. But I think he reminds people that he is that you can't sleep on him. But it's just uh Going against the evil empire it might just be a little bit too tall of a task for him, and, that, I tell and that's you what, uh, why. I tell you what, if Brady what. scores thirty-one, he'll be the MVP. So I would agree with that. And I tell you this mm. also: if Nick Foles scores twenty-seven, and you telling me they're ahead in the fourth quarter, you might mess around, and Nick Foles might be your quarterback for the Arizona Cardinals next year. He <laughs> might go back to Arizona. Go back to Arizona to college. <laughs> He might, yeah. Oh yeah, by the yeah. Time I get to Arizona, he might go back and start for your Cardinals. Oh yeah, don't think I've forgotten about uh, about him playing in Arizona. Yeah, you know what? He could always he could always play for for my Cardinals, man. If 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 he he still got it, which I think he does, we we'd gladly extend um extend the, uh, the contract his way and uh, bring him bring him on the ship. Okay. All okay. right. All right. Well. Great Stay call. on the line and listen in. We got some other calls we got to get to, and we got to break down our analysis. But thanks for calling in, Eliza. Okay, yeah, no, That's no awesome. problem. Great call as always. All right, love the show. Your popcorn right, ready. We, Yo, for the whole okay. game. <laughs> we got another caller. Hello, you're on the air with Ray and Tay today. Who are you? Where are you calling from? Yes, hi. I'm uh, Brandon. I'm from Long Island. 
Hey, what's hey, up, what's Brandon? Going, how you doing? I'm good. How about you guys? Good, good, good man. Good. What's, what's you ready going for Uh Yeah, I'm ready for the Super Bowl. But uh, I want to talk about the New York Jets and uh, Kirk Cousins and, and the draft. Um, I, I think uh, if we don't, there's rumors out there that uh, Kirk Cousins and uh, the Broncos are close to a deal. If we don't get Kirk Cousins, uh, I think we should get Baker Mayfield if, if he's sitting at six. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah. You like Baker Mayfield? Yeah. I like Baker well, too, but He'll be there at six. Let's put it this I way. I like him too. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty confident he'll be there. I don't love Baker Mayfield, but Tay does, and apparently you do too, because I could name four or five quarterbacks that to me on the pro level might be better than he. So I think that at six, if you want him, he's there. I would argue you could trade down in the first round and even pick him up. Get more uh, talent. He might, yeah. he might. You can't trade down but, but too I, far because, listen, Ray, I'm telling you now, you can't trade down too far. Wait for the pro days. Wait for the combine. Baker's going to slide up and up because as he meets these people, and you know Josh Allen's got a cannon and everybody likes Arnold, Darnold and Rosen, but Baker is a leader of men, and the charisma oozes out of him, and he can make any throw. So I'll say, you know, listen, trade down, get more talent, but don't go past 13 because the Cardinals need a quarterback even if they sign a Nick Foles. Brandon, we got to keep it moving, but who's your Super Bowl pick? What do you, what's your score, buddy? Uh, Eagles, 36. Uh, Patriots, 28. I like it, Brandon. I like it. And listen, Eagles win. Okay. Yeah. Go, go, go Jets and Brandon. You want to hear, and wait, wait, I'm going to tell Brandon, you want to hear a great Jets interview, go to rayandtaytoday.com, and we have a great interview with the legendary New York Jet, Wesley Walker, wide receiver, who grew up, who played in the 80s when Ray and Tay were watching him, and he was him to Kenny O'Brien to him. Great receiver, great Jet stories. So definitely check that out, and thank you for calling, buddy. Appreciate it. Okay, I will. Thank you. Yeah, All enjoy right. the Super Bowl. Great call. Yeah. Ray, let's get to it. We both know coaches, two weeks to prepare. Obviously, Belichick has the edge, but who are you thinking will make the right moves and what edges they have for this game? Well, look, you know Brady – what he's all about. So as a defensive corner, it's really hard to shut him down and take him away. Belichick and Patricia have a way of taking away one thing on offense, uh, on the other team's offense. And to me, that's probably going to be Zach Ertz. Uh, You could argue it might be Alshon Jeffrey, but, um, you know, Stephon Gilmore, his teammate, his college teammate, uh, they might neutralize each other. So I got to give the edge to – Patricia and Belichick coming up with something to rattle Nick Foles, even though both of our callers think that the Eagles are going to score a lot of points. So we'll talk about that in a sec. So, well, remember, Nick Foles does love Zach Ertz. He throws to him more than anybody else on the team. That's why I think they're going to take him away from the to, one yeah. guy. They're going to take him away. But I will say this, going into the game, the most important player for the Philadelphia Eagles is obviously going to be Nick Foles. And He's got a quarterback coach, right? Peterson is a quarterback coach. He's a quarterback guy. 
He knows quarterbacks. He's got the psyche of a quarterback. He was a quarterback. He's so got Frank Wright, too. Don't forget about Frankie. Frank Wright. Yeah, and Frank Wright. Frank, no, but it's different when you're head coach. Like, you always have a quarterback coach, but it's different when your head coach was a quarterback, right? He's particularly attuned with the psyche of the quarterback and trying to keep him upright and his confidence. So, so in that respect, I do like the fact that Nick Foles is going to have a whole lot of folks in his corner going into this game. Uh, so that's the one offsetting factor. But obviously you got to go with the coaching staff of the Patriots. They've been there before. They know what it's all about. And Bill Belichick is the, is the greatest. He's the GOAT. I totally agree. I think Josh McDaniels, the way that he can make changes when the offense is struggling in the second half, he is amazing. And I think he's going to have to do a lot when they double team and try to lock down Gronk with a linebacker and Malcolm Jenkins or with a corner and Jenkins. And so I think as much as I think Peterson and I think having Frank Wright is so important because remember he was the backup quarterback that went on a run and took out the Houston Oilers. And he knows what it's like, sort of like a Jeff Hostetler to, you know, get things going and he's been in Nick Foles' shoes before. So I think Peterson has pushed all the right buttons, and I think he's going to take chances that can make the Eagles competitive. But at the end of the day, Patricia and McDaniels going to the Lions and Colts, it's for a reason. These guys are, well, one of them literally a genius, right? (laughs) A rocket or nuclear scientist or whatever Patricia is. But, Ray, you're right, the edge has to go to them. Um, offensively, the running backs, obviously we know the quarterback edge. Overall, do you like the Patriots offense a lot more than the, the Eagles, or how are you looking at that? You know, the, the, now all these stats have to be taken with a grain of salt because Carson Wentz isn't there. So he affects the offense and the defense. But the Eagles are a top five offense and a top five defense. So they're as good as it gets in terms of balance. And, and the, the Patriots have never and a half. played. They're not a real underdog, right? They're the number one seed, but four and a half is the spread. Right. And Carson was and, there to be different. <laughs> 100%. And the Patriots have never gone up against a balanced team as good as the, the Eagles are statistically a top five offense, top five defense ever in their, in their uh, Super Bowl run in, in the right. Brady-Belichick Brady era in the seven games that they've played so far. So – I like the balance. I do. I, I like the fact that Philly doesn't have any weaknesses. You could argue the Patriots have more weaknesses than Philly, but the Patriots for some reason are able to execute like nobody's business. And therefore I give the Patriots a slight edge. But other than Nick Foles being your quarterback, this Eagles team is a pretty complete team. They They don't have anything – to be, you know, covering up. They don't have any weaknesses that they need to be hiding. Totally agree. The one edge that I think the Eagles have an edge in, the Patriots kind of nullify it in terms of offensive competition, and that's the running game. Blunt and Jay Jai are legit. They can, you know, run the four-minute offense at the end of the quarter, half, end of the game. They can really pound the rock. I think LeGarrette Blunt him and Chris Long, knowing the Patriots being there last year and just winning, that can really help. But what the Patriots do with their running game is 
they'll do the toss of the sweep to Deion Lewis. They do the screen passes to Lewis and James White. And, you know, the Patriots, the way they work, you don't even know if they activate uh, Mike Gillisley this game and he has some goal line touchdown. I mean, that's just how diverse and how challenging it is to prepare for the New England Patriots. And people forget, even though you don't have Julian Edelman, right? You had him last year with no Gronk. But this year, you have Brandon Cooks, and what he's starting to get with Brady, it's, it's dangerous. And, and you're probably going to have the younger corner Mills on him or maybe a double team, and you're going to have to be really careful because Cooks could be a, a dangerous weapon who could get those yak yards. Let's go to defense, Ray. We know that Eagles defense is just something special. What about the Patriots defense? Who's got the edge there? You know what? I think the Eagles defense is better. I think that they have the front seven and particularly the front four, and they have depth. They have talent. The secondary has been, you know, at times good, at times inconsistent, but I like this Eagles defense. I really do. I think that the Patriots are going to have a hard time scoring and running up the score. So I give a slight edge to the Patriots de- – uh, sorry, the Eagles' defense. Although I will say in the fourth quarter and coming out of halftime, making adjustments, never sleep on Belichick and uh, Matt Patricia, who's a young Belichick, you know, disciple. But over over 60 minutes, I give the Eagles a slight edge on defense. Totally agree. And I think with their front four, like you said, they have depth, a seven-man rotation, which – we couldn't get it out of the Jaguars, and they put no pressure on Tom Brady, ladies and gentlemen. If you remember the AFC Championship in the fourth quarter, Brady had a clean pocket. The key to mess with Brady is you have to come all four quarters, and if your four-man front can't get there, then you have to blitz a Barnett, the young kid out of Tennessee, or blitz another linebacker. Hopefully their seven-man rotation can do it. I, the one thing I will say about the Patriots defense, Ray, you said it with the Patricia and the adjustments, but 20 to 20, they'll give you give up those 80 yards, but in the red zone and then in the 10 last 10 yards, right? The green zone, the money zone, they don't give up touchdowns. They give up a lot of field goals, but they don't give up a lot of touchdowns. I think they might've been number one in the last like five weeks of the season. So, you know, you just have to look for that because, the Eagles could chew up a lot of yards, big plays, but at the end of the day, will they get touchdowns? And we know the Patriots' defense. And, and, and I think we're kind of forgetting Butler and Gilmore are both really good number one corners. So we'll see how it plays out, but I'd give the edge to the Eagles. So uh, let's get to it, man. You know, it's Ray and Tay. So let's hear your prediction for the game, Super Bowl MVP, maybe an X Factor. What do you got, buddy? Ray, you there? I'm trying not to look at history and okay, trying to we think you, to myself. We can hear you for a second, just so you know. Oh, start from yeah, the yeah, sorry. I'm trying to not take history into account, right? Trying to look at this as one single game, not the records, going for the record six Super Bowl for Belichick and Brady, not the fact that the Eagles have never won and been 0-2 in Super Bowls looking at the game. It's just a game, right? Just a game. You play to win the game. And in order to win this game, the Eagles have to score a fair amount of points. 
because you got to believe that Brady's going to be able to put up 20, 25 points, right? So that means to me the Eagles have to score at least that much, right? Now, both of our callers think the Eagles are going to score between 25 and 35 points, which I think is a little much. But, again, top five offense, top five defense. So this is about as well-rounded a team as there is. So I'm going to say this game starts out close. Eagles may even score a little bit and go ahead. But I can't not consider the fact that the Patriots always out-execute their opponents in the fourth quarter. And especially when Nick Foles is your quarterback. (laughs) And this is a team that doesn't have any experience. I read somewhere that Tom Brady has as many Super Bowl appearances eight as the Philadelphia Eagles roster combined. The 53-man roster has eight Super Bowl appearances. They have six guys that have played in the Super Bowl, and the Patriots have like 30. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's kind of ridiculous. So I think that it will follow the formula of a tight game and the Patriots pull away in the fourth quarter. And even though they can't technically run the ball, I think they can still play from ahead with their high-powered spread offense that gets seven, eight receivers involved. And like you said, Mike Gillisley and Deion Lewis and all these guys, they just find a way to get him in the game, Bill Walsh style. And I think they, they pull away in the fourth quarter and then just make first downs and win the game. So I'm going to say the New England Patriots, when they're six. Super Bowl, Brady wins his sixth, Belichick wins his sixth, ah. and they win a relatively close game on the field, although the score might not indicate that. Remember, all the Patriots games, wins or losses, but especially the five wins, they, they won by three points their, each game, the first three Super Bowl wins. Then they won, I forget by how four, much it was, four five. Yeah, four, four but they could have lost, right? If it wasn't right, and it's an average of 3.7. That's what's crazy. And they're right. five and, wins. The six points is also deceptive, too, because that's one where it was tied. They went to overtime, and they scored mm-hmm. the first possession of the overtime, right? So it's <laughs> not really winning by six. I mean, it's basically a yeah. tie game at the end of regulation. So all their games are close. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say the Patriots win. I'll say this is the first one where they pull away. I'll say they win 27-19. And Brady's your MVP? You have an X factor? Brady's my MVP. Uh, The X factor to me is Stephon Gilmore. I think he's going to be one-on-one on on Alshon Jeffrey. And if he can do that, his college teammate at South Carolina, if he can do that, that allows Belichick to take away Zach Ertz. And it means that either, if you're an Eagle fan, Either you're going to have to have Jay Ajayi and LeGarrette Blunt run it down their throat, which is possible, or you're going to have to have Nick Foles make plays to secondary and tertiary guys, guys that aren't used to making big plays. Nelson Aguilar. You like Nelson Aguilar and Torrey Smith, Joe Turks, those type of guys? Torrey Smith, the need for speed. He's still got speed. So, to me – that's that's the formula right there. Second, Nick Foles to secondary guys and running the ball. If you can do that, you got a chance 
but I'm taking I'm taking Belichick, Brady, Patricia, McDaniels, uh, and uh, a healthy uh, stop, a healthy stop. Rob Gronkowski. Stop it. Listen, this is what's going down. I've been going back and forth with this. You heard my oldest son's prediction. My middle son, William, has got the Eagles 27-20. My whole family's rooting for the Eagles. I'm a Steeler fan. I can't stand the Patriots. This game is going to come down to, is it Nick Foles from the NFC Championship? Nick Foles from a couple of years ago, 27 touchdowns, two interceptions. Or is it nervous Nick against the Falcons or just whatever? The one thing you got to remember, the, word, the weather will be perfect. And that can only help Nick Foles because he's got a cannon. It should be good conditions. And I think Peterson has got this kid in the right, relaxed mindset. I like the three tight ends, Selleck, Ertz, and Trey Burton, one of my X factors. I think the way that they use them, the Eagles – will be able to pass and run out of that set. The RPOs should be interesting. I think the Patriots' defense is going to be on their heels. And I think Nick Foles is going to hook up with Torrey Smith, Yo Terps for a bomb and a touchdown to give them a lead of 26-20. to 20. Mm. This game is going to be back and forth. And then there's going to be a minute, 21 seconds left on the clock. And there's going to be the 199th pick, sixth round from Michigan, a Wolverine, a 40-year-old man, a gentleman who has fought time without all a right, title. All right, all right, all right. You're killing me. You're killing me. And it's I think I'm nervous. Tom Brady <laughs> drives down the field. And I think... He throws a touchdown pass to your boy, Chris Hogan. Not Hogan. Amador, not Gronk. Not the James The volleyball White. player. Chris Hogan catches the winning touchdown, three seconds left, and the Patriots steal another Super Bowl, 27-26. Brady throws for 295 MVP, and everybody's heart is broken. The Vegas people are happy. The Eagles will cover the spread. Don't, I'm not sure of the over-under, but that would be, what, 53 points. I'm sure the over-under is somewhere around there. But Tom Brady and Belichick do it again. With my heart, I want to pick the Eagles 26-24, but I'm telling you it's going to end just like that. I feel it. I see it. And Brady does it again. Ray, Let's go to the honors real quick. Hall of Fame, and then we'll do the awards. I'm going to tell you, I'm going with Ray Lewis. I'm going with Moss. It's in Minnesota. He's going to get in the first time. They like to do that with the player being there. T.O. is going to get in. Last year they did two running backs. They finally get T.O. in. There'll be two receivers. They're going to get in tie law because they have not respected the Patriots dynasty enough. Okay, that'll be number four. Ray, Moss. T.O., Ty Law, and then they're going to go with Big Steve Hutchison from the Seattle Seahawks. That's my five. I can't really – yeah, I'm good with that. I can't really uh, 
negate that. I got some, I got some here or there, some nitpicking, but that's okay. Steve Hutchinson, right. I mean, uh, we can, we can live with that. It could be him, but yeah, one of them. Okay, so the MVP, do they give it to Brady, Gurley, Breeze, Wentz? Who are you going with? So it was Wentz to lose. Uh, and he lost it, though, unfortunately, because he got hurt. So I think you give it to Brady. I think you got to give it to the number one seed in the AFC who stayed uh, healthy all year. Uh, he Todd didn't play good, though, the last couple of weeks of the season, Brady. You know, you know what, but though? I, but I know. Number one seed, uh, you know, I'll be the contrarian. I'm going to say Todd Gurley gets it. Offensive play of the year. You're going to go Gurley, Antonio Brown. Where are you going? Gurley. Todd Gurley. 20 touchdowns on a team that wasn't expected to do much with a 31-year-old head coach playing in L.A., moving across the country. You got to give it to him. Antonio Brown's the best receiver in football. But but what Todd Gurley carried on his shoulders. Antonio Brown also had Le'Veon Bell and Ben Roethlisberger. Uh, This guy... Todd Gurley needs to win something. And if it's not MVP, it's got to be Offensive Player of the Year. Well, since I got Gurley for MVP, I'll go with AB. Defensive Player of the Year, Aaron Donald, Calais Campbell, Chandler Jones, Harrison Smith. Who you got? I'm going to say Aaron Donald. This guy has anchored that Rams defense for the last four years. He's been – you know, up and down with his coaches, especially with Fisher, but I think he settled into just being a star, one of these guys that you have to figure out where he is at all times on the field. He's the best so player in the league Donald's right now. my guy. Yeah. I would give it to him. He had 11 sacks, and he only – and he, you know, basically missed a game and a half. But I'm going to go with Calais Campbell because he left Arizona. People were saying, oh, he might be done. He went there as a veteran leader, solidified that defense, and taught those young guys – how to really focus in and win and take their talent to the next level. Calais Campbell is the Defensive Player of the Year. Offensive Rookie of the Year, Kareem Hunt, Alvin Kamara, Christian McCaffrey. Who you got? All great guys that I want to have on my team. Hunt wasn't consistent enough all season. He took the middle of the season off. Uh, Christian McCaffrey had a great season, but – from start to finish, Alvin Kamara oh, was there. 81 catches. Uh, Pro oh, Bowl, he's, he's the offensive rookie of the year. Totally agree. Defensive rookie of the year, I don't even know if you can vote for anybody else except for Michelle Lattimore, but who, do you think of anybody else you got? Or is it just Lattimore? No, he really, Lattimore's going to run away with this one. Yeah, he, he definitely got that. And then let's just end it with coach of the year. There's so many guys that could get it. It could be Belichick. It could be Peterson, Sean McVay. Who who do you think is going to wind up pulling this and snagging this one? Sean McVay. I got. Yeah. I got to say Sean McVay. He goes across the country. He's got Jared Goff, who nobody knew was any good. Uh, I mean, obviously he was good, number one pick, yeah. but uh, he he was unbelievable. He changed the whole program. You know, Really changed the whole program. And, he really and in no time at all. So yeah, Sean McVay. I think this is an easy one. Yeah. So I, I guess I don't even know if they I think they have the comeback player of the year this year. I know we predicted it in our preseason show, but I, I'm not sure, you know, who's going to wind up sticking that one down. I forgot what we had and who's up for the non final finalist. But you know what? Justin Timberlake, Ray, he kills halftime. You got any thoughts or predictions of, of the guest and Pink singing the national anthem? I think we'll all be entertained. Hopefully the commercials are good. 
You think Timberlake kills it? Does he bring out Janet Jackson? Does he bring out um, Insane? You know, I was at that Super Bowl with Janet Jackson. I, just I know. What, so uh, what's the surprise I'm that he I'm not sure does, he brings though. out Janet. Uh, you know but what? Insane? I don't know. I know. What's he going to do? That's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. Insane. Insane? Maybe he brings out people from the what was that the the Mickey Mouse Club the the I mean oh that's like gosh. Christina Aguilera and Britney and him Wow <laughs> Well you know what they're in Minnesota and he said he idolizes Prince so I think he does a a Purple Rain tribute like how Prince did at the Super okay. Bowl with the Colts and the Saints in the rain I feel like he he goes into his songs and he might end it with like a Purple Rain or midway through with like a you know, or let's go crazy. You know how they play in Minnesota. Um, I don't know. Maybe he brings out Morris Day. You know, I don't know. I, 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 something's gonna big is gonna happen though. So everybody enjoy it. <laughs> oh, that, that's that's no. It'd be Sheila E. But Apollonia would just be for us. <laughs> in Lake in Lake Minnetonka, <laughs> for all the young men out there that's, who know that. <laughs> that's pretty funny. Uh, no, so it enjoy the game, but... and Ray, secretly, we're both rooting for the Eagles, right? Yeah, I, I can't they, root for the, the It'd be great. Six it'd be great. Months. They've never won. Their last championship was 1960. Uh, was it Nick Van Buren or whatever, or Van Brocklin, the quarterback? Yeah, I mean, before you know, the Super Bowl era. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm that's, saying. Uh, they have a great fan base. before. They, they need one. Philly needs one, but either way, it'll be fun, and don't be surprised, you're hearing it from Tay, if Belichick walks away and takes a year off after this victory. I'm just throwing it out Mike, there, ladies and With a win or with a loss? Only with a win. <clears throat> okay. He would never walk away with a loss, but only with a win, he might drop the mic and say, you know what, I'm going for a year, and I'll go back the year after and coach the Jets and beat them and beat the Patriots and a 42-year-old Tom Brady. <laughs> no, he turned down the Jets. He turned down. Wait, listen. He was hired to coach the Jets twice and never coached the Jets. The 30 for 30 last night, everybody watched it. One of the best ever. The two Bills, Parcells and Belichick, and I forgot about that. He was actually hired to coach the Jets twice but never coached a game. That's incredible. I'm just saying it. I'm throwing it out there. And he coached the Browns with Vincent yeah. Verde. Yes, he did. You know, this Took him guy, to the playoffs. Be- yeah, before, the playoffs and you know, before he Parcells. was a Patriots legend. And, of course, he won those two Super Bowls as a defensive coordinator of the Giants in 86 uh. and 90. So, yeah, he's the GOAT. There's, there's no doubt about it. So, enjoy the game. We'll be back on Monday to recap it and yes, talk commercials and talk entertainment and talk about the game. So enjoy Super Bowl weekend, and we'll see you on the flip side. We are out.